Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. And a very good morning, all. It's Breakfast with Patton Heels on this Friday, March 1. Heels, start of a brand new month. Yeah. All the leaplings got their birthday done. <laughs> they did. There was a wedding I saw on the news last night. Was there? Yeah. Yeah. They jumped into it. Hey, we're brought to you by Burbank Homes. They are the builders you can trust. You can bank on Burbank Homes and, of course, Hyundai, the all-new Hyundai Kona N-Line. Yeah, very nice, very mm-hmm. nice. Um, the weddings, if you if you were a Leapling wedding, mm. would you get an anniversary present every March 1 for um, your partner? Oh, yeah, I think you'd have to, wouldn't you? You'd be in trouble. Mm. Mm. Maybe, unless you come up with They would expect something. Pre-leap year <laughs> agreement. <laughs> Once in four years. A pre-leap. It'd be hard to remember every four years. A little pre-leap. <laughs> yeah. Hey, big show today. Obviously, with plenty of concentration on what's happening in Vegas. They're all there now. The teams have arrived. Uh, the trophy. PBL, the trophy's oh, there. Gordy standing right next to it. Thousands of fans have jetted in. Uh, oh, yeah, the excitement levels are really high. We're going to have Corey Parker along uh, after 8 o'clock today. He'll talk us right the way mm. through all this. Uh, it's going to be very exciting. We're looking forward to it. I mean, the most hyped round one uh, that I can ever remember. It's, yeah, well, and uh, it's we fantastic. can concentrate with on the fluff. Corey can do this He'll substance. do the serious stuff. Sounds yeah. like we read 38,000 have been sold now. They're saying five to seven or something yeah. uh, walk-ins. Oh, come on, let's try to get 50. It'll be, it'll be lovely. I mean, I think, I think they'd be happy with 40, wouldn't they? Yeah, and, I reckon. No, no. They, yeah, they sound very happy with whatever they get. Um, but, you know, they they hand stuff out on the strip all the time, yeah. don't they? Oh, yeah. Like my, my son, Tom. It's normally was, not to go to football games. Though. That's right. right? <laughs> so my, my son, Tom, he was uh, only little when we were there, family mm. holiday. He might have been eight. Mm. And he got picked up by a, a police horse. <laughs> you know, the policeman on a horse saying, hey, hey, he just accepted a ticket from someone to yeah. get into something, a club of some description, and and he got in trouble. <laughs> He'll never do that again, probably. Uh, uh, no, that's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's happened to a lot of people who've gone there. Hey, uh, as Alyssa Smith told us yesterday, uh, Marty Powell almost certainly is going to start. So the Bronx are going to opt for experience. We look at Xavier Williamson compared to Marty Tapao. Marty, 242 NRL games. Big Xavier, just 11. So, you know, 230-odd games difference there. I wonder where that came from. I mean, it was predicted three nights ago, mm. maybe more, but why did they do it this way, I wonder? I'm not sure. Maybe he just wanted to uh, to mull over it. I mean, look, they know what's happening. Uh, yeah, but why put the why yeah. put the twenty two onto Powers back? Yeah, and then when everyone knows you're swapping it, yeah. Payne Haas spoke about it, and he basically said, "You know, it's going to be brutal up front." 
for a bash up in the middle and yeah actually can't wait for it so get to test ourselves against some of the best middles this weekend yeah so you know you've got Lenyo and Collins against Haas and Corey Jensen uh, you've got Radley against Carrigan the 213s you've got the two nines Brandon Smith and Billy Walters and the second rowers are uh, Wong and Tupanua and uh, Ricky and Pia Cura I mean it's a it's a mouth-watering matchup it just just the forwards and of course the uh, the back lines the, the two back lines are uh, are brilliant as well. So, yeah, look, it'll, it'll be a great game. Funny. I'm, I'm a bit worried. Yeah, why? <laughs> Roosters are going to go all right. Of course That's I'm what I'm worried right. about. Well, it's and Trent, Robin, Trent Robinson's vowing to be a better coach this year as well. Mm. Oh, we don't need that. <laughs> We've got a couple of little stats on our side. So since Robinson's reign began in 2013, Roosters have only won three of 11 round one matches. So... I don't know. They, t- they tend to be slow starters. So he wants to get that right. Yeah. We've won three of our last four round ones. Roosters well, that's have got not the a edge. very good sample size. Why are we saying that? We're doing 11, well, we had 11 for the Roosters and only four sample size for us. Well, we had some ordinary years before yeah, that. I, yeah, I decided so, not to go back any further. <laughs> so we've had, we've had three out of 11 as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, they've had the wood overall recently. They've won six of the last nine, but, of course, we gave them a fair touch-up at the Gabba in round 22. So our most recent outing is a 32-10 win over the Roosters. Not that that counts for much at all mm. come Sunday afternoon. But, uh, look, they're, they're all looking forward to it. Um, Payne Haas is saying, you know, look, you know, get Marty in there and, and, and bring it on. Selwyn Cobbo in the centres, first time in an NRL match. Yeah, lucky Yeah, but the, the nerves aren't a problem for him. I don't really get nervous. I was, I guess I was more nervous at my 21st. My dad always told me, play a footy game like just a normal game and nerves doesn't kick in anymore. And good. How good. Mm. That, oh, geez, that's lucky. So I guess one of his uh, bad habits might be getting complacent. You know, he hasn't got the, the nervous edge to him every week. But so sometimes he might get a bit, you know, uh, chilled. Mm. But I wonder wonder what he was so nervous for in his 21st. His speech, I wonder. <laughs> yeah, that, it that would be, for sure. Speech. Yeah, you do get nervous, <laughs> eh? Why do we get nervous at weddings and and mm. birthdays? So much to talk about today. 13 13 55 is our Suncorp Home Resilience Open Line. Or you can text us, 0467 736 736. As I said, we've got Corey Parker coming up after 8 o'clock uh, to join us for a big preview of these two NRL games in Vegas. Um, Do we go after 8? Why? Oh, I thought I'd settle in and watch the cricket. Uh, well, you can do Don't it again, Paddy, 8 o'clock. <laughs> yeah, it'll be the... Oh, hopefully the Mamba is still there, the green Mamba that yeah. uh, Australia did pretty well on yesterday. I'm going to say very well. Yeah, well... Uh, Casper, who's pretty good on a green top in his day, uh, oh. he'll be joining us as well to have a chat about it. Um, I would I would imagine, Hills, that this is probably be the last cricket you'll watch the hour in the studio this morning while you're finishing the show because after that you uh, jump on a, uh, a big jet airliner and head north uh, for fun and games with your old mate. Oh, the cricket will be a very big part of it, mate. Like, what you don't... Not from what I've heard. You don't have those fun and games before <laughs> 10 and you get the first session in New Zealand. But you'll be sleeping. 8 o'clock till 10 and bang, <laughs> off we go down to the bowls club or the pub where yes. Jimmy Mars Festival 50th. Oh, God. Oh, he, my goodness. He called the other day to run me through it. So there is a gathering of cricketing luminaries somewhere in the, uh, the centre of this state on the coastline <laughs> and they, they gathered for about... Who won't about be three, very luminescent. Three or four days. At times. <laughs>
for Marvo's birthday party. So Hills is heading to that. But yes, look, I tell you what, it was a. I, I loved it, and, and I, yes. you, you know, I've been looking forward to this Test match for a long time, uh, much more so than I was uh, the the two touring teams here, Pakistan and the West Indies, uh, and we got the green top. Uh, we we got through lunch to lunch, only losing Smith for thirty one. We thought, hello, well we're settled in, and then they went bang, the Kiwis. Mm. And we went from one for 65 just after lunch to four for 89. Marnus and Travis Head just won a piece. Usman out for 33. So that the game changed then. And then we had the fight back. Mitch Marsh, 40 off 39. Cam Green with, with a wonderful century uh, with his 103. So it was, it was fabulous. So... Um, look, those early wickets heels, um, have we got worries over Marnus? Let's have a listen to, to Marnus departing. In the second, Lubbershane edging and he's caught at first slip. Kugelheim strikes and Lubbershane's long innings comes to an end with just one run to his name. Caught by Daryl Mitchell, low down to his left. He looks, he looks to be in defensive mode. At the moment. Yeah, d- definitely that. But you're allowed to be in defensive mode on that wicket mm. and the ball was swinging and quite late at times for his in his 27 balls because you see that uh, when an out-of-form batsman comes into bat, you see the New Zealanders lift, the opponent lifts, the ball starts swinging, the slips go, oh, 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 and, and it all starts. That's what you've got to get through. He looked terrible. No. Even when he left the ball, he made the right decision to leave ball through to the keeper. He was still stumbling around the crease. And he, to me, his grip's changed. He's, he's not stable on his feet. And he's, he got some half volleys that you're allowed to defend. I'm not, I'm not saying the shot was that he could have been driving, driving it. Two, mm. two balls that could have been driven. He played this like indoor cricket defensive shot yeah. where he slammed the bat on the top of the ball and, and, and oh, he, he just wasn't right. And I'm hoping that's rock bottom. Yeah, well, Usman, yeah, I think we all are. Usman soaked up 118 balls, so he, he was yeah. valuable at the top just keeping us together. I mean, we'd only scored 60-odd uh, until lunch, but then he got a, a beauty from Henry, played all around him. A bit of refreshment with drinks after this over as he goes full, and he's bold! Maybe an inside edge. Kawaja has failed the exam. He's gone. Out. And Matt Henry has bowled an absolute gem. Gone for 33, 88 for the loss of three. So from none for 61, we're now three for 88. Travis Head, who I boldly predicted would fire up and be ready to go, uh, he didn't last long. Uh, Rook passes umpire, Goff and bowls, and Head pushes at one. He's missed it. He's caught behind for one. O'Rook is in the book at the perfect time. Travis Head from the get-go was trying to get bat on ball, get a feel for the game and get the game moving again in his direction. But playing at one, he should have been leaving. Four for 89, New Zealand right on top, Grant Elliott. Have we got this top order right? I heard Barrett come on uh, not long after that and just go through. This is not the first time in this summer that the Australian top order have looked brittle. He said, I don't know, have we got the mix right? And there was a little bit of a, a question mark over that. Hmm? Uh, at the end of the day, we got it right. 279, that's a great score yep. on that wicket. So... Travis Head's been great. He's just hit a bit of a wall this summer. That's nothing. And again, it's difficult batting. The ball stopped, didn't stop swinging all day. Yeah. And and they didn't. They hardly 
they need they didn't need to take the new ball. Of course you're going to take the new ball at the 80th over and the 81st over, but the old ball was doing much. That's when Cameron Green went smack, 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 three fours with the new ball. Yeah. Um, and they didn't bowl very well. They didn't book in the day well at all, the Kiwis. The first session was no good. They beat Usman Khawaja 15 times, they reckon. Yeah. That's no good. You need to be fuller. Stop beating him and get nick him. Nick him off. And when they got it right up there, it was a very drivable ball, but it swung in and uh, he was just waiting for it, missed it. So they didn't bowl very well early or late. Yeah, um, so, so I think I think there's there can't be any criticism of our top order. That is a very hard day, as you said. You saw none for sixty one. Yep. You you walk off at lunch and you think, oh, what a great session. You look up, you're twenty five not out. It's a nightmare for batters. Yeah, and uh, they a lot of good work done by Smith and Kawaja, and then you're going to lose wickets. If they had a bowled well at the start of the day, you, you would have lost wickets as well. Mm-hmm. Um, one from Stu here on the text line. Morning, guys. Cam Green showed the benefits of a good technique on a challenging wicket that uh, innings that really boosts his confidence. Uh, and, and now we maybe can see what we all think he can do. Uh, Marnus seems to be just overthinking it these days. Time to calm down and get back to basics. Stu from Jim Boomba there. So, yeah, good call, so. Stu. He's got to hit the ball. Yep. He's got to hit it. Watch it and hit it. But Cameron Green, he's all, all of a sudden got a great technique. Yeah. Right, like gee, the doubters have been out there, uh, and there's been three different headlines about him. He's been the saviour. He's he silenced the doubters. He's been the deliverer. He's been the golden boy, and and a week ago he was dropped. Yeah. I, I just do not like that about <laughs> you know the the so little trust in a selection of Cam Green that you know the selectors know what he's got and he what he had yesterday, Paddy, is a lot of luck. Yeah. Yeah. I watched a fair bit of the innings yesterday. How many times did you get beaten on the inside by yeah. big off-cutters, right? On the outside, playing Miss Squared Up, went mm. through to the keeper. you got to remember all that. That's luck. But that's going to happen on those green cards. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's what I'm saying. And Three batsmen didn't have luck, but the one who goes on to make 100, make the most of your luck. Yeah. And, and forget about your luck. And to be fair, Marnus had a bit of that, a bit of that luck earlier earlier on in his career. That's right, yeah. right. So, so Green's techniques always been good, but he's the one that got through missing big inside edges and and great deliveries. Yeah. So as did Usman, but but yeah, today it's going to be on again. Ooh. Waiting, waiting patiently is Vanessa. Morning. Good morning. Happy Friday. Now in the spotlight today, house prices and especially here in Brisbane. So the latest stats from February show nationally there was a rise of. across the country. House prices now uh, across Australia, 6% more than a year ago. But here's the crazy stat. Brisbane house prices since the start of the pandemic are up 60% in just a few short years. These... It's just gone absolutely through the you roof. You feel for the kids, don't you? Yeah, it just keeps on rising. And there's extra confidence around at the moment with expectations that rates could start coming down again later in the year. So, you know, it looks like that these prices might hang around for a little while. But, yeah, when you just look at that stat that shows just how much in a few years it's gone up, it really is incredible. Now, the Bureau of Meteorology has released its uh, long-range forecast for the next few months for Australia. It's the first day of autumn. Mm -hmm. Happy autumn, pinch and a punch. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Thank goodness that summer is now behind us, but don't get too excited (laughs) because what the bomb is telling us is that we are likely to see temperatures above median for almost 
almost all of the country over autumn and rainfall is likely to be below median. So, look, we've we've seen these hot conditions over the past few months uh, and that will continue um, and those night temperatures as well, they're saying, will continue to be fairly warm. Have you, have you got something lighter for us to finish this off? I mean... <laughs> I don't actually. It's sweltering at night. No one can afford to buy a house. And you've got a little profit of gloom to start off. And also, nobody can afford to buy broccoli. Now, now we're not blaming the price gouging for this. No. This time, as as we're blaming a lot of these supermarket items for. But no, you might notice if you're cooking up your stir fry this weekend, broccoli uh, paying up to $11 a kilo for the staple vegetable. But it's because of uh, growing conditions storms, humidity and hail at certain times in Victoria and Queensland over December and January. So that's been a big surge. Uh, they, the price is also up for things like cauliflower, cabbage, broccolini. But they're saying by next week we should, should start to see some reprieve as those um, crops start moving through uh, over the worst of it. Good. So, All right. Look, Are sorry. <laughs> sorry to be Can you find something else for later news? on the show to, to lighten us up a little bit? <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks, Vanessa. We need a break. We'll be back.